0: Alright guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Shit Show, uh, episode 9 already. Uh, I'm Kyle, joined by Danny. Uh, we just finished watching the Cowboys-Cardinals, well, we'll call it the Cardinals game because the Cowboys weren't really there, but uh, interesting week overall for football, uh, and especially fantasy football. Uh, we're going to get into that uh, just in a few minutes here, but first I want to see how uh, my boy Danny's doing.
1: How you doing, buddy? Uh, not 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 too bad. I had to sit through that, that Dallas game, which was rough to say the least and I don't even have a rooting interest it was just rough to watch Dalton play like that and watch that whole offense look out of sync
0: yeah we were already a bit concerned before Dak went down um then we we kind of gave Dalton a little bit of credit i would say last week you know he's he's played 10 years he's gone to the playoffs with the Bengals he's not he's probably one of the better backups I would say all is true but if your starter can't really get these guys going chances are your backup won't uh, and I, I think that's what we we saw tonight um, no rooting interest for you uh but I was down double digits going into that going into the double header Monday nights uh in fantasy this week I had Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray my bo- uh, the guy I was playing against had Josh Allen I counted it out. I was ready to come on here Sam over 3 this week, but uh Murray, holy shit. I think he completed like nine passes. He did. 9 for 24 against that Dallas
1: defense. Insane. That's weird. weird. Insane.
0: I think he passed rush for about 250 yards total, a few touchdowns. What a night. What a fucking night. But uh yeah, man, that 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 got me through the week. That, that was awesome. I do like Kyler even like, I don't know. Those stats are weird, man. I feel like that's like a Russell Wilson, like a couple years ago, kind of stat, you know, like except he threw actually more than Russell would have, if that makes sense. Like the completions are so low, but such a good game. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Nine for 24. That's a hair above 33% completion against Dallas's defense, which yeah, we can agree. They, they put the stat right at the end of the game. Most points allowed through the first uh, six games of the season. No one's allowed as many points as them for sixty years. Yeah, and think about it. We've seen some 0-16 teams that suck.
0: Yeah, those Browns. And there's, an,
1: and there's going to be an 0-16 team this year that sucks, maybe even worse. And they're oh. not giving up that many points. So to to have him only complete nine passes seems seems weird. Yeah. Uh But two throwing touchdowns, the ten carries, seventy-four yards, and a rushing touchdown will always raise the the floor for any any quarterback with those rushing numbers. Um, but I don't know. Is it worrying at all that he only had nine completions? I mean, if you take away that long one to to D-Hop when the game was kind of out of reach, he probably has, what, uh, 120 passing yards? Well, take that away. He also had an 80-yard bomb to Christian Kirk. Yeah, so it was like two passes. Two passes was 140 yards yards right
0: there. (laughs) But, yeah, a little, like him and D-Hop, they weren't really on the same page tonight, I would say. Uh, D-Hop had seven targets, two catches. Uh, before the that sixty yarder, uh, he was six targets, one catch, thirteen yards, and you could just kind of see it in it, his his attitude and his like his body. He's just like, eh, it's not really clicking tonight, you know. So thank God they still dominated. I mean, the run game was good. Kyler could still run better than almost anyone in the league. So, yeah, but uh, not. I don't want to I- worry just yet. I mean, he's still putting up the fantasy points. He throws quite a few picks too. And he could still get the points there. So if he starts cleaning that up, I mean, he didn't have any turnovers this game, which was a plus. I mean, like I said, Dallas defense, but oh. it still says something. Um, but Yeah, man, I think more of the focus is on that Dallas team. Are you comfortable having anybody on Dallas on your fantasy team? I mean, Zeke uh, coughed it up twice I mean, tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, it's it's primetime Andy Dalton. I, I'm not overly concerned the way – that game probably makes most people. I'm sure anyone who picked up Dalton is going to release Dalton. Um, anyone who had any of the three receivers probably getting worried a little bit. Uh, Cooper had had a, a decent game, considering the blowout. Um, yeah, well, garbage time touchdown, I think, saved that, that game. That'll help. that right? yeah. Um yeah. But I, I think they're going to be fine. That, that defense isn't good. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Uh, I could easily see Dalton having a few games where he has like 375 yards and three touchdowns, the stuff like that, just based off of their defense being really bad. Um, So I, I wouldn't worry too much. Um, I I still think Cooper is going to be serviceable. Uh, Lamb seems like he's, he's getting involved still. Um, And even, even uh, Gallup Gallup was targeted six times. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're going away. Uh, 10 targets for cooper 10 targets for lamb 11 for zeke six for Gallup I think they're still gonna get the volume that they need to be productive uh I just think the outcome was really ugly this week oh I I, I, I it, it wasn't fun to watch um, but he had 34 for 54. he the about 54 times that's insane it's gonna be what happens most of the time he had a he had a touchdown two picks so the 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 passing's there. I think Dalton's stats are going to get better the more he gets comfortable. The offensive line is shit. Uh, yep. Zach Martin went down. He's probably done. So there's another piece to that offensive line that's not going to be playing. So they're going to have a pretty much an entire backup line. So that's not going to work out very well for them. So maybe Zeke's rushing stats go down based off of that. Um, but I think throwing-wise, they, they threw the ball 54 times. If you have a receiver for that team, I I think you're still feeling good about it because of the amount of throwing that this team is going to do by default.
0: Yeah, especially if they're – they have the most – they've given up the most points off turnovers this year as well, and it didn't slow down tonight. So uh, if they're chasing games especially or if they they get in a hole early, uh, more reason to throw it. I mean, if you're a Zeke owner, are you a bit worried? Even then, I don't think so. I mean, those goal lines, you know, he's still like you said, double digit targets, uh, eleven targets or some shit for Zeke this week. Like, yeah, that's a lot of points. Half PPR, full PPR. I mean, even if he only catches half and goes for a little bit of a run, you're, I guess, you're, you're pretty confident. The Cowboys, in general, non fantasy wise, I think they're extremely lucky to find themselves in a the division that they're in. <laughs> like that's.
1: Doesn't uh, say much
0: if you look at that division, but
1: they have a half game lead,
0: which is ridiculous. It's yeah.
1: honestly insane. Every team is within half a game. That's like uh, within a game. It's two, four, then it's one, four, and one, then one and five, one and five. Yeah.
0: The Giants, who are sense. just winless,
1: have now caught up. They have shortened the lead by 50% by beating the Washington football team. Like, yeah, they division, beat the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> and if they wouldn't beat the Cowboys, they would be leading the division. Think yeah. about that. The Giants, like yeah. it's 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 terrible, and so, yeah. you can only hope that you finish as the five seed in the NFC. That's your best bet. Yeah. I don't even think you want to win the division. I think you prefer to 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 get fifth and just have to play the Cowboys. Yeah, Cause that's an. It that looks like Recur- it's going to be the easiest win.
0: Because even even
1: if Philly gets there, uh, I, I'm not crazy. Like Philly hasn't looked good. Philly always seems like there's a problem. I know they look good maybe for about 15 minutes against Baltimore, but the game was kind of out of reach when they came back. They made it a game. They made it close, but they were getting demolished for three quarters. It felt like so. Yeah, I I, I don't know I that that division is is stupid, but it'll keep Dallas in win mode because they can win the division still, which is always good. You yeah, want as long as to be able to have to close, go for it. Yeah, as long as
0: it's close uh, more in the line, uh, they come out playing harder every time knowing that almost every week you can either be at the top of the division or drop down a spot pretty much in that division like it's week over week like you're never going to have like a clear lead of the division I think which is like I said it's pr- pretty important for teams and they're obviously going to play harder if you don't have a huge lead them,
1: so yeah they get they get Washington they get Washington next week and then they have Philly so there's two divisional games right away yeah. So if if Dalton bounces back, which I mean, they're both road games, but still it's divisional matchups. Maybe you get that kind of, that kind of game that you're looking for. Um, and he, he goes off and week 16, the finals for most fantasy leagues, they're playing Philly. That's going to be one of those games where it might be for the division at that point. So, yeah. you know, that the players that you have for the Cowboys will probably be in a meaningful game in week 16, based off of how this division's taken up.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, man. Overall, like I mentioned, weird fantasy week. Probably the low, well, definitely the lowest scoring fantasy week of the season thus far, overall across the, every league, I would say. It sucks to say, but one of my <laughs> leagues that I was doing okay in, I didn't even crack 75 points. I had five players combined <laughs> for 15 points. And like, th- those are like, I mean, I started Madison. Huge letdown, huge disappointment, That's high it. hopes. He always looks good, like you mentioned off air here. Always looks good when he comes in for Cook. The one game, he really gets that start. Shat the bed. Yeah, they got into a hole early, but they were still running. I mean, just wasn't productive at all.
1: No, no. The, it, the good news is they have a bye week and then Cook's back. Thank so God. that'll be the last of Madison that we'll see, f- hopefully, for starting purposes. Because when Cook's there, mm-hmm. Cook is a difference maker. And even the week before, uh, Madison ran so well against Seattle, and yep. to see him just completely fall off like that was was weird. It's like there was some sort of pressure on him. Yeah. But ho- hopefully, Cook's back 100%, uh, in hundred uh, percent coming after the bye, and uh, he goes back on his on his pace because he was what the third best fantasy player running back wise yep. Yep. before he got hurt. So uh, let's hope that he, he's a he continues that. Yeah. Cause him, every, every time you turn on the TV, it looks like he has 130 yards and two touchdowns. I feel like that's just a normal Dalvin cook line.
0: Yeah. It's like, damn, like, you know, it's, it's so standard now. Yeah. yeah and I guess just... like it's something you can expect with like a guy like Kirk cousins, so inconsistent, like running the ball is such a big part of your game plan, no matter what kind of day he's having because normally it's not going to be the best, but I mean, I don't know. When he is throwing though, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I was going to say, is he the real Uh, deal? Is he he what we were, everyone hoped he would be. And then some so far it, I mean, he's had 300 yard plus games out of six playing with a guy like Kirk cousins and they've had some tough matchups. They played Seattle. They played Green Bay. They played Tennessee. Play the Colts, who are top defense too. For you know, so and he's yeah. had a, a hundred plus yards three different times, which is pretty impressive for a rookie. For yeah. a rookie, like
1: damn, yeah. I, I like I him a lot. A rookie playing second receiver to a guy established like Thielen yeah. and having to deal with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I, I'm. I, I was high on Justin Jefferson. I, I drafted him uh, in a, in a rookie draft. Uh, I loved what he he did in LSU. I thought he was gonna. He was very underrated. I thought there was a bunch of teams that probably should have taken him higher than than where he went, uh, yeah. based on his ability to play in the slot and outside. I thought he was a real difference maker. It, it it showed up when you watched the the Joe Burrow tape, where when he needed something, it was Justin Jefferson making the play. So to see him just translate that immediately into the pros is is special. Um, and the only problem with Justin Jefferson so far for me is the, the schedule that he's going to have to deal with for playoffs, for fantasy oh playoffs. God. Yeah. At Tampa Bay against Chicago, but the finals is at New Orleans. So yes. you'd assume that that's going to be a good matchup for him. But at Tampa, Tampa hasn't been, Tampa's been looking really good. Yeah, their default, They haven't bro. given up a lot of points to, to quarterbacks or receivers. And Chicago, Chicago's, Chicago's the quietest team right now. They're winning games so ugly that you just dismiss them. But yep. they're not allowing a lot of points. So those those two matchups scare me. Uh he's gonna have some easy matchups throughout it. He's got he still has Detroit on the schedule. He's still got Dallas. Carolina seems to be giving up uh some points here and there. Jacksonville. So those yeah. are some good matchups leading into the playoffs. It's once you get into the playoffs where you're you're gonna be unsure if you're if he's gonna be uh if you're gonna start him or not. But I I'm pleasantly surprised so far. I think he's what in the PPR he's receiver five right now
0: yeah massive that's
1: that's crazy and it's pretty much three three good games ever like since week three 30 points 14 5 39 that's it 175
0: yards uh, 103 and then the week that just ended 166 and two touchdowns like wow like he's obviously doing really well and what for me it's like yeah he was good obviously LSU he was good he was on the best team in college football with the best quarterback in college football. And someone say he was their second best receiver you know, depending. And yeah. they also had one of the best running backs, uh, you know? So it's, it's, I guess it's easier to play well when you're on the best of the best in every aspect of the game. So to transition, go to that NFL to a team like the Vikings and play for a guy like, or with a guy like Kirk Cousins, who's super inconsistent and, Not the best quarterback, to say the least. Uh, Pretty impressive. I'm super happy with him. I literally picked him up, thought he would just be a bench guy, maybe throw him in on a couple weeks based on matchups, based on my own receivers that I'm pretty confident with. Yeah. But that's because my trio in front of him is Jamison Crowder, which I I still love. He's super consistent no matter how, well, the Jets are always doing bad. So how bad the Jets are doing. I also have Juju, huge letdown. Mm-hmm. After week one, hasn't really been anywhere, and yeah. I have Chris Godwin. Another letdown. You're now playing with Tom Brady instead of Winston. Your team put up 38 points this week, and you didn't even crack 50 yards. So Jefferson might have to be my guy. <laughs> like he's gonna, it's he's probably gonna be starting most weeks moving into it, and then playoffs. You know, yeah. we'll we'll reassess. But pretty yeah, well unless
1: out. unless you see something from Juju at this point, it's it's almost hard to start him. Is he just no? No, you really don't know what's happening with him because that offense is scoring, but yeah. he's just not scoring. And uh, his 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 routes are not deep; they're very short crossing routes and little plays. There, he, he, if he touches the ball, he's getting six yards. Uh, you don't you're not seeing that big play that he had two years ago when I guess defenses were were worrying about Antonio Brown more. So uh, it, it's weird to see him not take the the top off of defense right now. And you're you're seeing a rookie another rookie take his man. place take his place and, and and become the focal point almost. It's it's looking looking like they, they're running the ball well with Connor. Connor's looking really good. Yeah, he's looking happy. like someone you can trust week in and week out. But besides that, I, I I you never know with this team. James Washington's getting involved, what happens when Johnson comes back is he going to have a bigger role now that that Claypool is taking away some of what his role should have been. So now does he start taking away from what Juju's targets are going to look like? I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical on Juju the rest of the way. I, that, that team's firing on all cylinders and he, he can't get even a crumb from it. It's, it's, it's weird. That's what's scary. Like you, everyone's so happy to get big
0: Ben back week one, two touchdowns. You're like, okay, this is Juju. This is what we needed. He was super happy to be back, you know, big Ben being back. Uh, but like you said, Claypool is looking like receiver one. Johnson, target wise, yardage could be receiver two, and then you got Juju. Who would have thought? Potential receiver three. That's scary, man. Because Claypool probably wasn't drafted in your league, unless you have a deep league or you yeah. you went out on a little on a limb or whatever late rounds. Yeah, Johnson. He was probably drafted in 12 team leagues, I would say, at least. Uh, he There was a lot of... Yeah,
1: he was hype. a popular sleeper. There was hype
0: around him. They were hoping, yeah. you know, uh, everyone had him as a sleeper, so he automatically wasn't a sleeper. It's like, if you don't draft him late, you, you're an idiot type thing. Uh, But, yeah, man, and Juju is like a, I don't know, top 15? Maybe a little bit earlier than that? Top 15 receiver? Yeah. Um, doesn't look like it, man. So, yeah, that's All right. scary.
1: All right, so you want to hear they they have four receivers. They go with four receivers. They like to use a bunch of them. They like to go at it. Are you ready to hear their target share for for the year? For the right. yeah, this is going to upset me. Juju has the most. He's at 28. Johnson second. He's missed some time, but he's still second. He has 26. He's tied with James Washington. Washington also has 26. Claypool has 24. Fuck.
0: So it's pretty much split. Almost they are even. almost 25% each.
1: Yeah. Across the board. So Juju has the most catches. He has 23. He's catching 23 out of 28 targets. This which is great. It's 194 yards. Yeah, they're not big plays, man. Like where where are they going? They're going for what? Not even eight yards. Yeah. Like eight yards a catch. Like what, what, what that's that's insane.
0: Yeah, that's you hate to see it, but like you got like claypool is just kind of lights out too. Like he I guess he's your deep guy now.
1: Yeah, like he's looking he has, good. He has, just 335 yards on 17 catches. Yeah,
0: and he does like a lot of, like, he's involved in a lot of, like, he runs a little bit too where he picks yeah. up, you know, some decent yardage, a couple you know, touchdowns as well. So that adds to his value, I would say. That's something Juju, you're not going to see or you're not going to use Juju that way. This guy, the way he moves is I don't know, a little bit different. So, yeah, man, Pittsburgh, weird, weird to have a receiver there. Uh, who knows? Because, like, especially like what you've seen in the past, like Claypool could just disappear for the next th- three weeks, and it could be Juju for those three weeks because they've Pittsburgh's done that before with receivers. Like, oh, this guy's it comes out of nowhere, killing it. Who's AB? Okay, AB's back, even though it's not such a big difference with
1: a guy like AB, he was always somewhat there. So,
0: yeah, don't
1: know. yeah. And Johnson, J- Johnson's targets are going to come back. First game, he had 10, second game, he had 13. Has twenty three right there, in yeah. just the first two weeks. Then he gets hurt. He has two targets against Houston. They have the buy. Then against Philly, uh, against Philly has one. Then he doesn't. He didn't play last week. So in the last four weeks, he's had three targets, and he's still tied for second on the team. Yeah. So I I assume when he comes back, there's a there's a boatload of targets for him, and then Claypool needs to get involved. Uh, where does that leave Juju catching under routes for the rest of the season? Pretty much. I, I don't know. I I. I I have, I have no words. I don't even know what you do with him. You, yeah. you can't trade him because he has no value. So you have to hold on to him and hope it gets better. And there's just no path to that. They're, they're just too deep at receiver and they want to run the ball. So they're going to be running an offense. That's, that's going to be very run heavy. Connor's going to get his 20 carries. The defense is playing good. So Great. you're hoping that they get turnovers and they get some, the, the ball back into the offense's hand more often than not. So that they have extra possessions, but even those, I, I, I don't know what you do with Juju. I really don't. I, yeah. I, I, I would consider if you have better options that he sits the bench until he figures it out because I, I, I wouldn't trust them. week in and week out anymore. That's it. Like, I feel
0: I have to go Jefferson over him. Like if it comes down to it, yeah. which it probably will most weeks. So I'll revisit that. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that, you know, but one and a half points. Come on. <laughs> Come yeah. on.
1: Four targets, two catches, six yards.
0: Like he can't be doing that.
1: And the week before he had four catches for twenty eight. Like this yeah. is what happens out of the bye. And now they're gonna play here their their next two weeks is at Tennessee and at Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. tough. Tough. Like you're defense. not starting him in those games. You just you can't you can't bring yourself to to start him because you don't know those matchups. Yeah. I mean then he then he gets a nice little run. He's got at Dallas, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville. So that seems like maybe oh. that's where he peaks. Yeah.
0: We'll have to see. Wow. I mean,
1: wow. I have
0: Chris Carson and uh, Kamara back uh, after this week. So Juju's not going to be such a big focal point in my <laughs> offense because yep. he'll be gone and you know, I'll be flexing someone else and you know he'll be on the bench at least. But yeah, I think that those, those teams being on a bye played into such a low-scoring fucking week, man. Yeah. Like two of the top five running backs were out. Drew Brees was out. Russell Wilson was out. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf,
1: DK, yeah,
0: all these guys are out. And fuck, and those are also teams that give up a lot of points. Like, yeah, they're, they're fun <laughs> games. So the fact that they were both on a buy really fucking hurt a lot of people, myself yeah. included. But
1: yeah, and you're not even mentioning Jacobs being out. Raiders had a buy. Yeah, uh, Waller. Waller being out, the Chargers were out. So, Keenan, Herbert, you know, like there was a oh, bunch yeah. of talented players out this week. So, I, I, I think that's that's why it was such a low scoring week. It felt weird. There was a lot of like low, low scores. And you're just yeah. like, well, what is going on across the board? This week is going to be a little easier. I mean, Ravens, no one really, I mean, besides Lamar and, and Mark Andrews, I don't know if there's anyone on that team that you're really worried about, yeah. Vikings have a bye, which is better for most players because Cook will come back healthier. Dolphins. I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing from the Dolphins. I mean, Preston Williams is Dude. slowly inching his way into the must-start region. Yeah, with Fitzpatrick is going like crazy, man. Gaskin, yeah, Looking the good. real winner of the the on Bell signing. And then, <laughs> yep. And then the Colts. The Colts have a bye this week. Hopefully, they figure out if Ty Hilton can play football anymore. That's 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 my hope. It looks like it. They can...
0: no, he no, he looked a bit better. In. A bit. Hey, in comparison to his other weeks, it he
1: looks better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did did, did did you see the score? Did your, you see defense, the, your defense. Did you see the, you see the box score? For Ty, you just said Ty looked better. Do you know his stats?
0: Honestly, it's probably just because I saw him in the end zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was It was called back. That was a That was a flag. Yeah. It was called back, so he didn't score. He had one catch for 11 yards. Jeez. Oh. Well, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Five targets. Trey Burton
0: took over that game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, five targets, one catch, eleven yards. Fuck, like man. he's he's like who do you have on that team? Almost to the point now where you can feel safe dropping him. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Johnson had the most targets this week. It went eight.
0: Yeah. Well he gets Ooh. a lot of fucking deep balls though.
1: Yeah, he had five catches, 108 yards. Like wow. then Pascal had seven. Hines had six. Burton and, and Hilton had five. Like, Rivers threw 44 times. He dropped back 44 times. Yeah. That's mad. They have one catch to show for it. Like, yeah. I, I, I thought once Pittman got hurt, there was going to be openings for Hilton to, to come back and, and play well. But it's just not the case. They There's just no chemistry between him and Phillip Rivers. None. Zero. No. Which oh. you fucking hate to see for a guy like TY.
0: Because, he, I feel like he's he's been a good fucking team guy, man. He's he's been through a lot of shit on that team. Uh He's obviously seen some highs, but a lot of lows too, man. Like uh, he's been through a lot of quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, hasn't had a hundred yard game since Luck retired. That's yeah, a lot of mistake. I wouldn't touch That's anyone on that
0: on that team. Maybe Jonathan Taylor. Maybe Hey, hey, hey Burton. Trey Burton, yeah, this guy fucking starts I him think in our, I I I, I, I think
1: I think if you have a tight end that you're not crazy about, or you know, one of those it's a bye week and you know Andrews is out, you know, you know, next week, you know, so, uh because culture on a bye this week. So next week, if you have a, a tight end on a bye, I, I think Burton is gonna be uh, a sneaky ad. Uh he's getting the targets, especially in that offense. Like I said, there's not many guys getting targets that you can really trust. Um, but since since he's come back from uh, off the IR he's had really really good games so I, I I think that this might be the time to maybe try and buy low I would say he's got he's got 16 targets in three games 11 catches he scored last week twice one on a rush one on a re- on a reception um Rivers likes the tight ends he's you know moali Cox was a, a popular waiver wire pickup two weeks ago three weeks ago so yeah uh, i i think if you can get trey burton i think this is the the right time and and hope for hope for the best especially with the tight end position weekend and week out you really have no idea what you're gonna get unless you have the top two guys so i, I think it's worth a flyer if you're unsure of your tight end
0: yeah i like him and i mean he's he's, he's been unlucky trey burton but he's yeah. always been good yeah he's, he's been in some bad situations i guess you can say but yeah i'd say he's, he's always been a, a pretty decent play i like him personally so I, I hope this is kind of like a little bit of a rebirth for him a little bit you know a little bounce back but i guess we won't know until it happens but obviously a great start a uh, great game last week i don't know no. yeah <laughs> i don't know who else i touch on that team
1: probably nobody uh like I said, I'm, Taylor, still, I'm still rolling with Taylor. Taylor yeah. is gonna be. Well, he was the gonna first guy, a, right? That yeah. uh, as
0: soon as Mac went down, like everyone who drafted Taylor is like, "Thank God." <laughs> yeah. thank, thank God, because like seeing Mac kind of just be their guy still. It, I mean, it didn't last long at all. No. Before that injury, but not at all. Little little worrisome, but we'll see what happens. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's still like. He hasn't had one of those really breakaway games, but he's still like he's still on par with. He's at 86 points, so it's not like he's drastically behind everyone else. He's still in that range. He's in between right now Gurley and Gaskin. He has more points than Connor. So it, he's definitely someone that you want. To, it, it looks like he is getting some targets, too. He's getting yeah. some catches week in and week out, which will always raise the floor a little bit. Um, and that team likes to run the ball so I, I i trust taylor moving forward i think he's a low end two high end flex so if you have him as your third running back i think you're comfortable starting him each week um but yeah he, he he's a, he's about to have that game he's about to have that 120 yeah. yard touchdown maybe two touchdown games so I, I i think it's coming soon uh they have the bye, keep him fresh and then he should be should be back he only has one one game of 100 yards it's when he had the most carries he had 26. So the last couple of weeks only had twelve a week. So hopefully they run a little bit more. They're not down to Cincinnati by three scores early, where they have Insane. to abandon the run. Insane. But uh, they played Detroit coming out of their bye. I think that's a good matchup for him. I, I bet he has a uh, hundred yards and a touchdown from that from that matchup.
0: Yeah, and it, it's pretty impressive, like you said, to be near Gaskin, Gurley that range, considering he's also sharing a lot of touches. With Heinz, uh, um, Gurley doesn't really share too much. Uh, Gaskin, more of the same oh, story. It's it's yeah. mostly him now. Moving forward, he's proven to be that guy. So it's pretty impressive that splitting. He's still he's still up there. And once he does have that breakout, I think he'll just you, moving forward. You're just gonna see more and more of him. So hopefully, they, and especially with an O line like that, that they love to run. They want to run that ball. Oh yeah. That's their bet. That's their strong part, man. Like you got Quentin Nelson up there. If you're not running the ball, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Especially yeah. if you have a guy like Philip Rivers throwing the ball. <laughs> you want him to be handing it off, you know? So
1: yes, yes. Colts fence. Yes, yes. yes. I, I'm sorry. Not I'm your sorry. problem, or Herbert. I I've, I've been through it. I've been through it. I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. So Herbert. there's one player I do want to touch on before we 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 go into the 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 ending of this this podcast um maybe the most surprising running back based off of where he was drafted right before the draft all the uncertainty around him um ronald jones wow I, three straight games of 100 yards rushing yep getting involved in the passing game as well and it's not bad de- like he's 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 hidden some good defenses chargers run defense has been really good this year it's yep. it's it's held up Chicago's defense as a whole has been really good this year. And then Green Bay. And he's rushed for 100 yards on each of them. First Tampa running back since since Doug Martin, who had that unbelievable year. Yeah. So I, I think he is someone to, to, to look out for. I think it's it's kind of weird to see him just shoot up. We thought right away. I think it was the night of our draft. Fournette. Fournette signs, yeah. And it just sends his draft stock Plummeting, everyone just assumes oh, they went out and signed Fournette. Fournette's their guy, Jam done. That's it. But Fournette's been off the field for a lot of the time, and Jones has just run away with it in that offense. It's it's kind of crazy to see how well he's played. He had 113 yards and two touchdowns this week against Green Bay. That's, yeah, that's that's not a joke,
0: <laughs> and it makes a difference too. Like situ- just his situation, the Bucks like. Tom Brady, chances are, I mean, it's, it's been a weird, weird start to the season for Brady and the Bucks, but like they've had leads. They're running more and they have, I think they have a good balance and they also have a good defense. Very good. But they have a, like a good balance between the run and the pass, which really helps the run. Cause if you have Brady throwing, like you can't just stack the box and shut this guy down. So when he gets, if he breaks that first, you know, that line, he's going for a bit and he, fuck, man, he runs hard. Bruce Arians like, oh, this is our guy. Even when they signed Fournette, you are like, okay, well, this Bruce Arians. Who the fuck knows what's gonna yeah. come out of <laughs> out of it? Man, he's staying true. And I mean, Fournette, yeah, he's banged up a little bit too, but yeah. they are sticking with him, and I think it's the right call. You gotta,
1: yeah, and and it, it gets easier for him. His next three, his next four weeks are like what you want from a running back's weeks. Las Vegas, who I think the. Oops. Worst or second worst against the run, yeah. The Giants, terrible. the Giants, who are just flat out terrible. New <laughs> Orleans, who we don't know what we're getting from New Orleans' defense week in and week out. Yeah. Then Carolina, maybe the worst rush defense. So it's gonna be four big. He could rattle off seven straight weeks of 100 yards rushing. Absolutely. And then it, they have a couple of surprising. Yeah, a couple tough weeks. Then the week 13 bye, which sucks because it's right your last regular season game for, for yeah. fantasy purposes, but his playoff run for fantasy. Minnesota, who is just shit. Yeah, he no just, just got torched. At Atlanta, <laughs> who have nothing to play for in week 15, they're going to be completely eliminated by yeah. that point. And then at Detroit, those are your three playoff games for Ronald Jones. I This might be a time where his value is very high, but you still go ahead and trade for him. Yeah, because you're hoping that the the owner that has him is going to sell high and be like, oh, you know, for next going to come back next week. And who knows? But I I think this is Ronald Jones's job now. I think it's safe to say after seeing the weeks that he's had against three good defenses, uh, I I think it's time to just hand the reins over to him, let him do his thing and just get behind him. Because it looks like Brady, Brady's enjoying it. too. He's throwing to him. You know, he's getting a a few targets here and there. He had two catches, three catches, six catches in the last week. so. Uh, I, I think it's a, uh, maybe a buy high kind of guy. You say, you know what, I'm going to go out. I think it's, it's Let's even, go all in. yeah, because I, even if you're buying higher than his value should be right now, I think it's still good. I think his ceiling is higher than what he's had the last few weeks based on his matchups coming up. I think his matchups getting easier. I think that team is on a roll right now and I think they're finding themselves. And I think that it's going to hit a, a really good stride. These, these next four weeks, plus the three weeks coming up for, for the fantasy playoffs. I think that team is, is uh, a team that you might want to buy players for, you know, look for, for Godwin Godwin. We, we touched on at the beginning of the show, not looking good, no, but that schedule looks good. Yeah. So maybe you try and, and, and get a trade where maybe that, that owner is fed up of having Godwin and you maybe sell someone that's a little bit higher, having a, a kind of a bounce back year and you get him, you buy him low. Um, Mike Evans, all he's doing is catching touchdowns, not much else. He's clearly hurt. The only problem with Mike Evans is they don't have a bye week until week 13. So we don't know how – I mean, hopefully they sit him out a couple weeks here. Could be the time. Rest them up for the playoffs. (sighs) I mean, you would – Vegas, Giants, New Orleans.
0: Yeah, they might have to play him through these ones and rest him maybe a little bit later. I
1: I mean – Because week 12, the week before their bye, they can't even give him that second – that 2nd bye bi-week for the rest because they play Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. So you, you definitely want him for that game because you definitely want... That's going to be one of those games where week week 12, it might be a battle for for position in the NFC. Yeah. You know, Seattle's looking good. They just smashed Green Bay, which is going to help them tie-breaking-wise. But uh, because of Seattle and how they're, well they're playing, you're probably going to have to win that game.
0: Absolutely. And, like, who would have thought We'd be sitting here talking about Ronald Jones and trading for him in week six, actively trying to get him on your team for a playoff and finals run in fantasy football. If you told me this a couple months ago before we drafted, I would have fucking laughed to your face be like, okay, I would. Let me join your league because at least I know I'm not finishing dead last, you know. Because, like, if this is what you got to say about a guy like Ronald Jones, I can only imagine what your team's going to look like. And fuck, oh, man, man. He, I mean, this is his year. And, like you said, he's not, I don't see him slowing down either. He's only going to get better. Matchups are just all in his favor. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely uh, our running back to have your eyes on. And if you have him, you probably got him at a good spot and you're very happy.
1: But yeah, if you have I... doubts, Right now, he's my fourth running back. You know, yeah. I have Edwards, Hilaire, Sanders, and Jonathan Taylor. And I'm going to have to start Ronald Jones now. Yeah. He's gonna he's forced my hand. I'm going to have to play matchups from here on out. I, I just have no choice. I That's mean, Sanders it. being hurt this week is great for me. Makes it easy. Makes, it easy. Makes it an easy choice. But, but it, he's forcing my hand moving forward. On.
0: Like you said, you well, got – And you also have Hilaire. Um, mm. Le'Veon Bell signed with the Chiefs. I feel like that happened right after we recorded our last episode and we kind of spoke into existence. You brought them up like if he's going to a contender Chiefs, that's really gonna hurt me a day later, not even a full 24 hours I want to say signed with the Chiefs. So oh, my luck. I mean but but the way he played tonight, but hoping.
1: I'm hoping that gave him a kick in the ass, but I I think it was more the offensive line. I think it was more the offensive line. It looked like he was having better, uh, better holes to run through. Yeah, because it didn't look like that the first, since since the opener, it did not look like that. It looked like he was getting hit behind the line, that at the line. I mean, the the big run that he had today didn't even look like he got touched. He was just running right through. That's like he he looked like like a small guy.
0: guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not a big frame at all. Like squeeze.
1: Yeah, and they still couldn't give him any running lanes. So yeah. I'm hoping that it's it it's there's something that changed over the last week that forced them to maybe look at their run blocking because it it definitely looked like a different team. Uh, I'll give them that. It looked like a different team this week.
0: Yeah, and I think they well, I mean both. So they were playing Buffalo. They were both undefeated before last week, and they both played tonight, coming off their first loss of the season. And uh, I mean they they play well after <laughs> I mean a loss like that to the fucking Raiders. You're like, yeah. I'm sure Andy Reid uh, ripped them a little bit. There's a, there's a lot of weird shit that happened in that game. And uh, they bounced back just like I think most people thought they would. Uh, before we get – we're talking a little bit of running backs here. So before we get into the DraftKings, yep. Philip Lindsay was back. Yes. He played a, a pretty good Patriots team defensively. He, he cracked 100 yards. Obviously, Gordon was out. Uh, he also has some off field issues <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that he's got into. Um, but is this where we see that, that slow transition that, that we spoke about where he's starting to come o- take over? Gordon might not be as much value. I know we spoke about it a- yeah. earlier into the season weeks ago, I would say, but uh, to have a, a pretty uh, 23 carries. A lot of a lot of carries. You got to think a lot of those would be shared. Uh, but to crack a uh, hundred yards, it's pretty impressive. First game back.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure we're going to see a split because even Freeman didn't look terrible. I uh, I'm assuming that Fangio is going to just run some sort of running back by committee. And you'll see probably Gordon have 15. Uh, Lindsey probably have around 11, 10. And then Freeman will probably have a handful. I I, I think they're just gonna go to that because Lock Lock didn't look good against the Patriots, so it yeah. might be in their best interest to run the ball as much as possible. Um, and when you have three capable running backs, I think that's what they're gonna do. So I'm, I'm sure the 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 weeks of Melvin Gordon being start worthy are almost gone now. Yeah. Um, it, and if you're starting him, you're taking a chance that we need him to score essentially
0: to make yeah. those points. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't see yeah. him rushing for points. You know, not, not to, really. He's going to have to get a couple goal line touches, you're hoping. But even at that, I like Lindsay at the goal line better than Gordon. I don't know. I find him a stronger body, but we'll see. Uh, I think Gordon's stock is going to is gonna drop here. Uh, but it was good to see Lindsay back into crack 100 yards. Made me very happy. I ended yeah. up picking up, for some reason, he was a free
1: agent. Yeah, I saw that. It was very We're weird. One of our league.
0: leagues. Not yeah. sure how that happened. It is only a ten teamer, but still, if someone gave up on
1: him, I'll happily take him. Yeah, it's worth the it's worth a lottery ticket because one one Gordon injury and you're, your you're golden.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's wrap her up. DraftKings um, took the dub this week. Uh, we texted, I I forgot to switch on my lineup too much, but it was still a pretty good lineup. I put up quite a few points. Luckily. Uh, I think the biggest thing was D hop. Um, like we spoke about a little bit earlier, only two, two catches. I think that was the difference in our league. I mean, the fact that you started Trey Burton and he just destroyed, I was not feeling too good about that, but, uh, this week uh, i don't remember who he, who he said was a good play for last week uh, i think i said slayton he did a yeah. he didn't he, he had a, he decent, had a touchdown he scored a touchdown
1: so yeah. i guess i'm not for anything i had montgomery he had a, a lackluster game he had a lackluster game i thought it was going to be more he was playing carolina it should have been more and he only had what what did he have in draftkings like 10 points 12 points
0: yeah let's say yeah 13 13 and a half which is nah. it's okay but i mean there was guys more expensive than him that were uh, like Madison, for example, that produced a lot less. Mike Davis, you know, guys like that. So he actually outperformed those guys. So that was pretty good. Uh, this week, do you, you have any cheap guys that, you, that you're eyeing?
1: I don't want to say it, but I'm going back to the David Johnson. Well, okay, hear, hear me out. <laughs> Here <we> uh, go. <laughs> playing Green Bay. Green Bay just gave up a shit ton of rushing yards to Ronald Jones. Yep. Uh, David Johnson just had the most rushes he's had as a Texan. He had 19. That offense is much better now that Bill O'Brien left. They've looked good. Watson's looked much better. I think this is maybe a game that we see some sort of shootout between the two teams. Um, I think David Johnson could get. uh, He's had double digits for pretty much the entire season, every game except for one against Baltimore. Everything else has been double digits. I think this is the game where he might hit the the 20-plus plateau with uh, maybe a re- receiving touchdown, rushing touchdown, something like that. Uh, I, I like him. He's only 50, uh, 5300 You know, same price as Lindsey, who's going to be splitting carries. He's less than Swift, who had one good game. Um, I think the, the high floor for David Johnson, you're never going to get the, the four-point game. Looks like you're always going to get 12, and then with the possibility to get 20. Uh, so I, I, I like the safe bet there. Uh, I, I think it's his best game yet.
0: Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm not one to give up on David Johnson just yet. Uh, we spoke about it uh, with the changes with obviously Bill O'Brien. We think he w- he could only get better. Like we just said, he had his best game as a, as a Texan so far. So, so far, we're, we're, we're looking good on that. So if he can keep that going, that'd be great. Uh, I kind of like Jarek McKinnon at 5800. Yep. Why not? He showed he could be that guy when Mostert was out and guess who's out again? Yep. Mostert. So, uh with a run heavy team, I mean, Jimmy G's nothing special. So, I think that could be pretty good. The only thing that would make me kind of be like, "Yeah, I don't know," would be the matchup against the Patriots, but like discuss yeah you know, Lindsey just rushed for 101 yards against them so McKinnon can and he's good at, you know, he can catch some balls out of the backfield as well. So yeah. that'd be my play I guess at 5800 I think that's a pretty good start for a, a starting running back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh boston has got a 5600 also low key good one playing Thursday night against the Giants. Giants suck. No Miles Sanders. Yep. They don't have many receivers. I th- I think that's a good one as well.
0: Yeah, Boston Scott, that's huge. Anyone playing the Giants and Miles Sanders out is going to crush me, but whatever. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got uh, you got anything else to add before we go? That's it for me. Uh, like I said, weird week. I think we're going to have a, a nice high-scoring week this week, not just in comparison to this week, but just overall, I think it's going to be a solid week. Uh, so hopefully everyone does well. Good luck in your matchups, but uh, that's it for me. All right, good. Thanks, guys. I'm good. I got nothing left. <laughs> Perfect. Well, appreciate you listening good luck in your matchups.